I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, welcome to the Barca Belgranas podcast. My name is Josh. Today is going to be a little solo venture. We are going to talk about some of Barcelona's summer transfer targets. Uh, I use that word lightly. Uh, The first thing I want to chat about is honestly just how good it feels to be a Barcelona fan right now. Uh, This is the first time in, I don't even know, I'm trying to remember the last like joyful feeling I felt where it wasn't a like kind of a cynical joy. It was like a, wow, this football team actually feels like it's playing up to its potential. It feels like it's playing true to its identity. And we've now had three games in a row where Barcelona haven't scraped by. Uh, and actually, if you go back to the Atletico Madrid match, it's four of the last six matches have had Barcelona score four goals, which is, I mean, if you told me that, like... Even even a month ago, I would have thought you were crazy because kind of until Barcelona had that influx of uh, offensive potency in the summer in the winter transfer window, they were scraping by, right? Like we were still top four was, I think, still something I expected. I believe it was something that Xavi and a lot of the fans expected, uh, but it wasn't going to be pretty, right? We thought they were going to have to scrape by one one draws, one zero wins, like the one over Alves in January. Uh, one-one draws like against Granada in January, two-one wins in the Copa del Rey. Like that's just how it felt. Um, we got a little taste of some class in early January in the Supercopa uh, against Real Madrid, 
And then we had, you know, Adama Traore and Aubameyang and Ferran Torres, uh, Danny Alves, and just like a nice winter uh, boost of offensive potency. And while it didn't fix, you know, the defensive problems that Barcelona still have and some of the goalkeeping concerns, not that I think you should fix the goalkeeping concerns. I think it's just time. Like uh, Nick brought up last week, like David De Gea also had, you know, down periods. I don't think you should ever consider replace replacing Mark on Stegen. Anyways, uh, but that influx of winter offensive potency has so dramatically changed the not the potential for this team, um, because I don't think any of us are sitting here expecting, you know, a 15 point, or I guess after the match in hand, a 12 point comeback against Real Madrid in the, you know, in, in league play, right? Um, I think third place, second place is in play. Uh, obviously, third place is in play, but second place might even be in play. But I think for me, it's securing top four but also like the springboard that this team is going to create for hope heading into the summer and heading into next season when Xavi really has like some some quality time with the lads to gosh I, <laughs> sound like a guy in FIFA right now some quality time with the lads um but some quality time with his squad to really um get things together and really sort of uh, exert his influence in the play style uh it's gonna be fantastic and i i guess i'm just you know for like this moment in time i am so excited for the future of barcelona and i think when xavi first came in and you know for those of you that have listened to the podcast i think myself and the, the guests i've been having on were understandably concerned and a little bit nervous that we were going to um you know, plays so poorly that Xavi would be run out in a year. And I think that could still happen, I guess. Like, you know, if they finish well this year and then next year just play like utter crap, like it could still, that could still happen, right? But just the fact that uh, he's playing with a lot of Kuman's guys and he's making it work uh, with a limited budget is exciting. Uh I don't expect Barcelona to continue to win games 4-0, 4-1. There's going to be some rough spots. I, the um, the stretch of games they have coming up is going to be very telling. Uh, you know, they have two matches against Galatasaray in, in March. They have a Clasico after the second Galatasaray match in late March, and then Sevilla April 3rd. After that, their schedule is actually, it's not bad. Um, after Sevilla, so for the rest of April... Their last eight matches of the league calendar uh, are pretty... They're not easy, right? Because you never want to say league matches are easy, but they're not... Um, they don't play anyone in the top four except for Betis, and by then, who knows if Betis will still be in the top four. Um, let's talk about some of the Ronald Koeman quotes. I think it's worth covering just because he's a former Barcelona player and manager, so, you know. All right. So Ronald Koeman, uh, he's been chatting a bit about his Barcelona departure. Uh, let's get into some of the quotes. So, quote, they didn't give me the time. They gave the new coach Chavi. It's still painful for me. I was working with a lot of injuries. Now Pedri's back in shape and Usman Dembele. You can see everything. Laporta told me a thousand times that Chavi would not be his coach because he lacked experience. 
I was not Laporta's coach. I had that feeling from the first moment after the elections. There was no click. The necessary support from above me was lacking. The important thing was not money for me. I really wanted to succeed as a coach at Barcelona, to do everything I could, but I realized that Laporta wanted to get rid of me because I wasn't appointed by him. Uh, Kuman went on to speak about Messi's departure and says he finds it strange that they couldn't afford to renew his contract, but they could afford to spend $55 million on Ferran Torres. Uh, quote, I was at the uh, insistence of the club management that I agreed to the departure of some players to put the finances in order. But then you see that they attract someone for 55 million euros, speaking about Ferran Torres, shortly after letting Lionel Messi go. Then you wonder if there wasn't something else going on. Why did Messi have to leave? Hmm. It's interesting. Now, I do want to chat about <clears throat> not the messy stuff because there's just there's, there's no point in relitigating that. Uh, it sucks, but there's nothing we can do. The Kuman wasn't Laporta's guy. Everybody knew that. Um, the situation Kuman was in sucked. We've talked about that. I don't necessarily think it excuses some of the tactical decisions he made, but I also I agree with him. Like he didn't. And we, we don't know if Chavi's going to get the time, right? Like, right, we're assuming Chavi's going to get the time that Laporta didn't get or that uh, Kuman didn't get. And I think the fact that you don't have support from above, there's no give and take with ownership or um, not with ownership, but with, you know, the president, that does create, you know, that makes things tough. And I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't despise the Kuman era because I think any manager and the situation he was in uh, wouldn't have wouldn't have performed all that well. Uh, I think, you know, he did get backed publicly by Laporta. I don't know. It's difficult. It's There were certainly things that Laporta did that I definitely don't understand. There were things that Kuman did that I definitely don't understand. Uh, it's better that you know, things are the way they are now, but it's just tough, right? Like you don't want to see a former player have to go through something like that and also do stuff like that to the club. So it's a little tough. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Um, Let's talk about some of the transfer stuff this summer. Just the rumors that are, you know, about. Uh, There (laughs) were... I just have to talk about Erling Holland stuff. This is my new Neymar. Every time there's Erling Holland stuff, I just have to talk about it, just as I used to chat about every Neymar rumor because it was hilarious. Uh, so Chavi and Jordi Cruyff apparently traveled to Germany to meet with Erling Holland yesterday. Uh, the Dortmund striker is in Germany recovering from a muscle injury. Um, apparently, according to, I, I think, French reports, he met with the Barcelona duo. Uh Barcelona are, quote, doing their best to stay in the fight for his signing. Uh, Real Madrid and Manchester City are the other two clubs. Um, <laughs> listen, he's not coming to Barcelona. Uh, 
at least this summer. Like, if he stays at Dortmund, then you can actually sell me on, like, okay, he actually wants to come because Barcelona are not going to be able to afford. I I guess I don't really understand why. I don't know why they're doing this to themselves and the fans. Like, I I don't know what what service this provides to just lead people on that there's some sort of hope that we're getting Erling Holland when financially, I don't know. I guess you could make the point that if they can spend $55 million on Ferran Torres, why not double that for Erling Holland? And you would have a fair point, and I would be confused by that point. But it still doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Um, so the uh, the other bit of news is um, uh, Frank Kessi from AC Milan uh, is, it seems like he's headed to Barcelona. Uh, the AC Milan sporting director, Paolo Maldini, says that it's normal that Barcelona interested in him. Uh you know, his contract is going to be up. They haven't found a new deal. Why would the two not chat? You know, okay. It, I, I, can't, I can never tell with this stuff. Like, you can never tell when a player is posturing for a new contract and that kind of thing. Um, the Barcelona backline is in shift this summer. So Barcelona have a p- reportedly already decided that Lenglet, Umtiti, and Oscar are already headed out the door. Uh, they're intending to bring in a couple of new center backs this summer. Um, the center backs of choice. So Barcelona are, of course, interested in uh, old Dave Azpilicueta and Andres Christensen from Chelsea. Uh, and then um, the other two players that Barcelona are reportedly interested in are Ajax's, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this pronunciation, uh, Nusear Mazrao and uh, Valencia's Jose Gaia. Uh, you know, I would be happy with two of them, of course. Like, you don't. The, the one that interests me a little bit is I guess if you can get him on a free, Cesar Aspilicueta might make sense, but like bringing in another aging right or another aging fullback, um, I don't know how I feel about that. And granted, his performances at Chelsea, like, he's still really good when you watch him. Like, he's, he's thrilling to watch. Um, I think the player, you know, you have to get, if you can, is Christensen. Uh, Xavi's been pushing for him. Um, Barcelona's contracts uh, offers to him have reportedly increased to five years, according to our pal Fabrizio Romano. Uh, He still thinks Bayern are the favorites to land him because, of course, Bayern are losing Nicolas Sule. I'm sure they're selling him on the Bayern system and all of that for defenders. Uh, it'll be interesting. Um, he would be a great signing for Barcelona. I I don't know if I'm necessarily sold on it happening yet. I don't really know why he would why he would choose Barcelona over Chelsea or Bayern Munich, but we'll see. Um, there's always there's always hope, especially on a free. Uh, the other bit of news: uh, <laughs> Barcelona are reportedly not interested in Alvaro Morata. Uh, and Juventus wants to make his move permanent, it seems. So that little winter fling is now resolved. Um, that's kind of all I have for news today. I Again, I, I just want to say, like, and I think all of you would agree, how thrilling this Barcelona team is right now. Getting to watch, and I, I know some of the... Um, some of the uh, negative spin on Traore is, you know, he can do one thing. Like Nick talked about last week, that's kind of the that's the knock on him, right? But man, watching 
having a player like Traore, and then you know we saw bits and pieces of Dembele last week, having guys like that healthy, paired alongside with Pedri and Aubameyang and Torres and Franky de Jong feeling revitalized going forward, and then hopefully you know in a couple of months Fati's back. Like this team is so much fun to watch. It's thrilling. It's hopeful. Um, it's what Barcelona football has. You know. I think the best parts of Barcelona football have always instilled in us is watching this team that you just know any second can spring on the counter and do something beautiful and amazing. Memphis is back. Like there's just, there's a lot of pieces right now that are exciting to watch. Luke de Jong, let's not forget about him. Um, This is just a very fun team to watch. It's fun watching Xavi work his magic. It's fun watching his style uh, come to fruition on the pitch and, seeing how this team continues to develop over time, how they go through trials, so they play tough teams in tough environments. Uh, that win in Napoli was just thrilling. Uh, the win over Valencia right off the back of that was great, or right before that was great. Uh, just a lot of good stuff happening at Barcelona right now. It's thrilling to cover this team uh, on the highs. Uh, it's equally as entertaining to cover them on the lows. Uh, we have a match against Elche over the weekend, and then next week we have Galatasaray. That is uh, The first leg of that is at home. And then we get to head to Turkey uh, to play Galatasaray in the 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 fun stadium of fireworks in Istanbul. So it's going to be a good time. A lot of fun Barcelona stuff coming up over the next month. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you have not subscribed, be sure to do so. Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all the places to get your podcast. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the Barcelona match this weekend. Uh, relish this time because we've <laughs> we've waited for a while to have some hope for Barcelona and it feels like we're finally there we have we have actual true valid hope and that's great so enjoy it and I will talk to you next week thanks <laughs> <laughs>